Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. say it's so good to have Lakin back with us this weekend. So thankful for her. After service, she's headed back to the airport to go back to California, unfortunately. It's like somebody ripped a band-aid off my heart. And thank you all for praying for our family. We're so thankful for you. And I want to say Thank you for those that prayed and fasted covering me as I preached this past week at General Conference. Even heard or saw that you were there, and for that I'm very thankful for those that made the trip. Some even drove up that day and left that night. And I can't tell you what that means to me, even those that were watching praying, thank you. I believe a lot of churches are going to be planted out of that. We want to see the kid, the, the kingdom advance. For that I'm grateful. And um, just so thankful for the Anchor Church and churches. Um, Acts chapter 2, verse 36. Simon Peter is preaching to the first crowd post-resurrection of Jesus Christ. They have had quite a day. Three days of fasting and prayer at the Feast of Pentecost. All of a sudden, the Spirit of the Lord was poured out. 120 of them had been speaking a language they never learned. Cloven tongues like as a fire were sitting on each of them. As Jesus said, they were being endued with what? Power. Somebody shout, power. Power Power from on high. I'm glad I got it. And if you don't, you can have it. Amen. You can have it. And he's preaching to these spectators when the noise was, was abroad. I, I say to everybody that would criticize the Pentecostal noise, folks, I'm not sorry because it's biblical to every now and then to make some noise in the house of God. Church should be noisy every now and then. How I many know when we shout, walls come down, things change. When we open up our mouth as I've been teaching and verbalize what God is doing, something happens. Look at your neighbor and say, God's getting ready to do something mighty in your life. You believe that? Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, they said, what shall we do? Verse 38, then Peter said unto them, repent. I believe he preached it with passion. Repent and be baptized. Some of you. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift 
of the Holy Ghost. Somebody shout, Amen. Amen. For the promise, speaking of the Holy Ghost, Acts 1, 3 through 5, promise of the Father. For the promise of the Holy Ghost, for, for the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Verse, verse 41, they, then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. Somebody shout amen. The Bible says, verse 47, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. I like to preach from this portion of the scripture on simply God is not finished yet. Look at your neighbor and say, God's not done with me. Praise God. How many believe that? How many believe God's not finished with you, your family, and those that's going to minister? Come on, clap your hands and shout hallelujah. Oh, come on, give him a high praise. Give God a high praise in this building. In the name of Jesus, we praise you, Lord. We magnify you, God. Amen, amen. God bless you as you are seated. In the book by James Stewart, Wearing the Thorns as a Crown. It's an old book, but very powerful book. It's titled, Wearing the Thorns as a Crown. In the first chapter, it speaks of a writer by the name of George MacDonald who said, there is a woman who had met sudden sorrow. She made the statement, she said, I wish I'd never been made. She exclaimed this petulantly and bitterly. To which her friend quietly replies, My dear, you're not made yet. It's not over yet. Someone who was a great singer was asked this question, Who taught thee to sing? One of the characters said to another, God sent me sorrow. I want to say to every person in this room, your life is like a book. It has beginnings. Somewhere it's going to be an ending. But I would say to you today, every season of your life is like a chapter. There's another chapter to be written. And I personally believe that he's the author of my book. Don't quit reading the book when there's another chapter. I do think probably one of the, in prayer the other day, just came to me in prayer, probably one of the most overlooked words in all of the book of Acts. Book of Acts meaning actions of the apostles is the word and. Everybody shout and. 
Somebody asked what the name of God was and somebody responded, it's Andy. And Andy walks with me. Andy talks with me. Could I say to you, God's name is not Andy, but God is the author of the word and. When you came to the Lord, you had a past, but when you came to Him, you found out there's an and in your world. It is a conjunction of continuance. When you see the word and, that means there's more to the story. I personally have never read a sentence that ended with the word and. So when he is preaching to them and they said, what shall we do? The great preacher, Simon Peter, he looks at them, he said, repent. That means turn away from your past. Turn away from the person that you've been that you don't want to be any longer. I would stop here and tell you, you don't have to be who you've been, but you can turn around and have a brand new beginning. You don't only have to turn away from being a sinner. You can turn away from the brokenness of yesterday. You can turn away from the brokenness of your past. You can turn away from the brokenness of those brought on you that you did not ask for it in your life. You might have been wounded, but you do not have to be captive. You might have been hurt, but you do not have to be held. You might have been broken, but you don't have to live in pieces. God can put it all back together this morning. God can put it all together. You're looking at a preacher that believes in the book of Revelation, which is the last book of the Bible. And in this, this is a quote from Scripture. He shall make all things new. You might have come in scarred. Many of you might be here bleeding or were bleeding. But I come to tell you, when you get Jesus, you get a brand new day. You get a brand new way. And you get a brand new life. If you're broken, it's not over. If you're wounded, it's not over. If you failed, it's not over. If you've got sorrow, God is not finished. He's writing your story. Somebody shout, he's not finished with me. Amen. He said, repent and be baptized. It's not good enough to just have faith. You've got to act on that faith. Repent and be baptized, every one of you. Why? Because Jesus was baptized. He was baptized to fulfill all righteousness. He was not baptized to wash his sins away. He was baptized because we need to be baptized. He was our example in one scripture, in sample in another scripture. Amen. How many know we are to follow him and all that he does? Amen. He was baptized, so we must be baptized. We are baptized in his name and I'm thankful for the name that is above every name. The name of Jesus. But when you repent of your sins, you have turned away from being a sinner. You've turned away from living the life you used to live. We take you to the watery grave of baptism. And what's powerful about it, you die in repentance to who you were. Oh, I feel this right now. 
Not just the sin. If you're a cheater, you're saying, I'm not going to be a cheater. If I was a liar, I'm not going to be a liar. If I was a whatever sin you can think of, that's not what I'm going to be anymore. But you're not only turning away from the mistakes you made, the sinful thoughts you have. You're saying, I'm leaving all the past in the past. I'm leaving everything everybody ever did to me in the past. I'm leaving every broken, everything ever said, every abuse I ever went through, the husbands that I had that treated me bad. I'm leaving that in the past. When I get in the take, I'm leaving the past in the past. I'm going on to a new day. I'm going on to a new life I'm not bringing it up anymore come on I'm not talking about it anymore what he did to me what they said I'm leaving it I'm putting it all in the grave and when I come out I'm coming out with my eyes looking toward the eastern sky God's got something better God's got Come on, am I preaching to anybody in the building? You can say, he can make it all new. He can make it all new. I believe it is in the book Behind Enemy Lines talks about um, uh, a, a general that was in the Jeep and they're driving him and they have been shot. The, 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 the Jeep has been shot. The driver is dead and... Uh, and when the driver is dead and the Jeep is still moving, the general turns around and says, get up here and drive. And he said, but I'm wounded. I've been shot. He said, we're all wounded. Get up here and drive. Everybody in the Jeep has been shot. Get up here and take the wheel and drive. And I say to you in this room that feel like you're the only one that's been shot. You're the only one that's been hurt. You're the only one that's ever had anybody do you wrong. You're the only one that's ever made a mistake. You're the only one that's ever felt God. Can I tell you, everybody in the building has been a sinner. Every one of you have been shot. I'm telling somebody right now, get in the driver's seat and drive to the destiny of victory. God's not done. God is not finished. Drive. I'm telling somebody, you're going to think I've been in your house when I say the next statement. Get up out of your bed, put your clothes on, go to work, and drive. Get out of your bed, get up, get in the car, come to the house of God, and worship anyhow. You've all been hurt. Drive. You've all been wounded. Drive. You've all been broken. Drive. I'm not... I, I hear it today. Those lepers said, why sit here till we die? Why sit here? Why sit here and sulk? My goodness, I feel the Lord upon me right now. I'm going to preach every lie out of your spirit. I'm going to preach every spirit out of your home. I'm going to preach every handicapped thing that tells you back out of your life. I'm going to preach it till the chains break. I'm going to preach it till the breakthrough comes. The book is not over. The book is not over. There's not a the end yet written. God has more for you. Wounded and crippled. No food. Chaos is in the city. Famine is in the land. I mean, people are eating mules' heads. You're bad shape. You're eating meat out of a mule's head. It is a bad. People are selling their babies to be. It is chaos. Crazy in the world. And there's four lepers and everybody else is giving up. But the prophet comes in. 
I feel you, you need to be thankful for a man of God that can be sent into your life. When it looks like it's doomsday and it's over. And the prophet comes in and says, by this time tomorrow, the barley's going to be sold for this much. And some naysayer standing at the gate, keeper down by the gate, he was a, a who's who. He said, uh, I'm, I'm, I don't believe it. And the old prophet turned and said, you're going to see it, but you're not going to taste of it. I tell you what I feel in this room, and it's a warning for somebody. I get up here and tell you that God's going to bring a new day, and you're like, well, I don't believe when I see it. You need to kick yourself. You do. You, 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 need, to, you, need, to, you need to look yourself in the mirror and say, quit lying to you. It doesn't matter how bad it's been. I hear an and coming. Come on. I hear an and in my spirit. Honey, thanks you are bad. And? You look like you're having a bad week. And? You know where you come from? And? You know what you said years ago? And I wish somebody would get an and in your spirit and say, I don't care how bad it seems. And? Come on, I'm telling some of you, you've had a lot of loss. You've been through a lot, but I hear it right now. And God's about to turn this thing around. God's about to do something powerful. Woo! You lost your job. And come on, you got a bad doctor's report. And, and God's not done. God gets the last word. God gets the last say. And look at your neighbor and high five somebody and shout, and. Amen. High five your neighbor and say, and. Come on, are there any andies in the building? I know it's corny, but you need to get an and in your spirit. God's going to bless me. It is not over. God's getting ready to do something powerful. God is going to intervene. Be seated. Four lepers. Four lepers, stand up. I'm hungry. You hungry? I'm hungry. I am hungry. That's why I'm almost done. Amen. I'm hungry. Hey. Hey, Andy, get up. You look bad. And? You're missing some toes. Lepers. Four lepers. And? You got some fingers missing because of leprosy. And? And what? And why sit here until we die? When they stood up. You read it. When they stood up, everybody shout, arise. The Bible uses the word arose. When they, arise, when they stood up, the enemy who had taken the spoils for all these wars were down there rejoicing over their loss. I, I know the devil's having a heyday over some of the things you've been through. Look at him. Come on, they rejoiced with Jesus when he died at the cross. Ooh, I feel a shout coming. They thought he was dead. And they put him in a tomb. And the Bible says when he got up. The princes of this world 
said they wished they would have never touched him because when he come out of the grave, it gave victory to every single one of us to come out of where we are, God. Woo! Hallelujah. Clap your hands and praise him. Clap your hands and praise him. Somebody shout in. Look at your neighbor and say, and. Turn around to two or three people and tell them God has put an and in your paragraph. Listen, four men said, why sit here till we die? And let's go down to the enemy's camp. And. Pastor, you're walking funny, and you've been wounded by things, and I'm not sitting here any longer. I'm not sitting here numb emotionally. I'm not sitting here losing my family. I'm not sitting here in a famine of emotions, can't feel. What are you doing? Anybody can trail you. You're crippled. You're dragging. You're walking through the sand. Everybody knows. Where are you going? Where are you going? I'm going to the enemy's camp. Why? Because I can either sit and die or and. I'm going to and my way to victory. I'm going to and my way to a breakthrough. I'm going to and my way to deliverance. I'm going to and my way. The Lord hasn't taken you yet because there's an and. I prophesy to you, there's still prayers that you're going to pray. Hallelujah. Sister Powell, hear the word of the Lord. Just because you're older and feeble, your bones are brittle and you fall sometimes, doesn't mean God's done. The body's broken down, but I say to you, and keep praying. For the prayers you pray shall come to pass. I don't feel as good as I used to, but and, come on, I'm not as young as I once was, but and, why am I still here? Because God's still doing a work in my life. God's not finished with me yet. Hallelujah. They gave you six months to live ten years ago. How old are you, Brother Kevin? How old are you now? Yeah, you don't have to tell me. Maybe we're going to talk about this. I'll 57, so you were about 57 when you were diagnosed and they told you that you had six months to live, that your liver was damaged, that you, you, uh, go ahead. Because of you. No, 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 no. And God, because of, well, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, listen, listen. I know, I know what he means because I went to the, I went to the, listen, I went to hospice and prayed for him. Hospice. Six months to live. Your skin was yellow, your eyes were yellow. Jaundice, liver disease, six months to live. And I said, what do you want God to do? He said, I want to live six months so I can see my first grandbaby. I went to lay hands on it, and the Lord stopped me because there was an and. And I said, have you repented? He said, no. I said, won't you ask God to forgive you? I watched him lay in bed, said Johnny. Tears run out of his eyes into his ears. He was so sick he couldn't even sit up. Taking six liters of fluid off of him every week. He was dying. 
tears ran in his ears, literally ran in his ears. And I stopped and I said, you need to be baptized in the name of Jesus. And he said, I'm going to call dad. Dad. He brought him to church. You and Brandon, your grandson, brought him here. Baptized him. He came out of the water. He came out of the water healed of liver disease. First grandbaby. What's the first grandbaby's name? Catalina. Catalina was born. Not only is he holding the baby, they sent him home because there was nothing wrong with his liver. So baby grandbaby number one was born and number two's been born and number three's been born and he was just there holding number four the other day. You know why? Because when the enemy comes in like a flood, I'm going to shut in. God's got a plan for my life. I'm telling you in this building right now, I wish somebody that had some sorrow would jump to your feet and shout, and he walks with me, and he talks with me. It's not over, it's not over, it's not over. Pastor, I can't feel it, but I believe you. Pastor, I can't feel it, but I know what you're saying is true. If you believe God's put an and in your family, step out in the aisle and drag your way to this altar and say, and there's a miracle on the way, and there's a breakthrough, and there's a... I come to tell you, if you'll get out, God's going to restore your emotions. God's going to... He's not finished. It is not over. Come on, lift your hands. I want you to come as close as you can. Come on, come as close as you can. It is not over. And, hallelujah. And, hallelujah. Come on. I want you to lift your mouth and prophesy and. Lift your voice and prophesy and. Come on, speak and. God's not finished with this city he's not finished with your marriage he's not finished with your family he's not finished with your life sorrow was only for a season it's not forever and and hallelujah hallelujah now it's simple it's this simple sister Allison it's this simple Brother Luke, it's this simple. Brother Paul, it's this simple. Sister Rachel, it's this simple. Four lepers said, and. And when they arose, God discomfited the enemy. They didn't even know it. When they get to the enemy's camp, the enemy's gone, dead. And they look at a table spread. There's so much food. Excuse me, I just got to be me. I pictured 
make turkey on the table. I pictured all the food sitting out. A spread of, an, of amazing spoils of war. You've got to realize there's no food back there. But the action of four cripples, lepers, when they stood up, God stood up. I'm going to tell you what I feel. Some of you spouses are fussing. Neither one of you know exactly what to do. There's tension in the home. You're, you, 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 you're frustrated. I'm going to tell you what to do. And you got to look and say, this is not over. I'm a jerk and I'm sorry. And he's not done with me. And my commitment to you, honey, my commitment to you, woman, you heard me teach. If you haven't, you need to go listen to it. It's from the Lord. Woman was the greatest compliment you could ever give a lady. Woman, you are everything that I need. I don't want anybody else. We're at a season, but it's not the end of the book. It's just been a chapter. I'm coming out better. The next chapter, I promise you, I'm going to be better than I've ever been because God put an and in me. And in me. You want to make the powerful? You want to make the church powerful? It was built for adversity. The more it's afflicted, the more it multiplies. Unless you open your mouth differently and you start saying, the end. It's over. That's unbelief and God can't respond to doubt. He can only respond to faith. Don't get poor in the mouth. And when they stood up, the enemy's discomfited. They go down, there's more food than they've seen in a long time. They start eating it. Their bellies start getting full. One of them gets convicted. He says, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. How can I have this to myself when there's an entire city hungry? Listen how much food there was. There was enough food to sustain an entire city. Over one and. You're going to get so much in your and. It's going to feed a city. Because he said, when you get it, repent. Oh, pastor, I repented. Great. And be baptized. Pastor, I repent and been baptized in the name of Jesus. And receive the Holy Ghost. And it's for you. And it's for your children. And it's for all your neighbors. And it's for the next city. my words write it down in David if you will speak it today you will find it tomorrow pastor what do I say simple God put it in my spirit it's simple but sister keeper he sees those kids and it wasn't just for you it's for you and those children and I know what you've been praying but if you lift your hands and just say, God, thank you, but and. Come on, elevate your, elevate your eyes to see it. Elevate your mouth to speak it. And 
Come on. And. And. Come on, the Lord's doing it in you right now. The children are being impacted. Come on, I want every single one of you to speak it right now. And. And. Begin to pray. I want you to just pray with what you feel right now. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you. God's about to visit those you love. He's about to discomfit the enemy in your life. <laughs> Come on, the Holy Ghost is here. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you even now. Come on, don't rush the moment. And He walks with me. And He's got the next chapter in His hand. The next year is in His hand. something new in you right now you let him <laughs> what are you doing I'm praising him for and I'm thanking him for tomorrow I'm thanking him that there's another day and another chapter it's getting better oh God's gonna bring healing deliverance he's not done with my family He's not done with my mind. I wish somebody that was struggling in your emotions would touch your head and say, and. Come on, if you're struggling, struggling physically, I want you to touch your body and say, and. Come on, there's healing happening. There's healing there's healing happening in your family. Healing happening in your spirit. Embrace somebody next to you and tell them there's an end in our life. There's an end. Hiela mondo rasata yela kongoro shori hiki arasondo ramaye. Come on, hiela la mondo rasata rianda la boyeta rabaha. Come on, the Holy Ghost is speaking through you. You're speaking life. The Spirit of the Lord is making intercession. Hello. 
Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.